Hello and welcome to the register. I'm Caleb. I'm Blake. And today we're going to be talking about Thursday because on the last episode we talked about LS Dunes, which was four bands that came together, and we're going to talk about albums from all of the bands that are involved. Um, so we're going to start with Thursday and we're going to do the album Full Collapse, which is my favorite Thursday album. Mine too. It came out in 2001. So I was. Uh, I was like 17. I was 13. I was old. Yeah, I was just a teenager. Yeah, 17, 18. Um, I hadn't graduated high school yet. Uh, and that's when, you know, that's a pivotal point in people's lives. And when I heard this album, I was like, oh, my God. Back then, people used CDs, and I had a CD player in my car. And it stayed in my car for a very long time. I know I've said that about other albums, but it's true. Um, I'll find something and just keep listening to it over and over. It's weird to think that, you know, because I was thinking about it. Okay, I was 13 when this came out. It's weird. to, And I didn't hear this until um, I was probably like 17 or 18. So mm -hmm. much, much later. Yeah. And it's weird to me that this album came out in 2001. Yeah. Because it sounds still so relevant. It does. Um it is, yeah, you're right. The production, everything, it doesn't sound yeah. it doesn't sound like it's freaking 20 years old. I know. <laughs> when, I, when I saw 2001, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, it still holds up. And it's it's some of the better emo than emo's coming out right now, which I want to talk about just for one second before we get into the album. Um, this is true emo, emotional hardcore. That's what it stands for in case people don't know. I 100% agree. If I think of emo music, this is exactly what I think of. Yeah. People, I get it. It's generational. Um, and two, you got to remember, uh, like, what we grew up listening to and, like, what emo was to us is probably something totally different with younger kids now. Yeah, and even older. I mean, it started yeah. in the mid-80s. I don't listen to that type of emo. Yeah. Uh, this is, like, the second, third wave of emo. And... uh the stuff that people are calling emo nowadays is pop music. It is. Yeah. It's so weird to me. My kids, I have a 13 year old and he'll say something about emo. And I'm like, that is not, not it at all. Dude. Yeah. It's just it what happens when things get exploited. And I don't know. It's just, it happens, but his, I'm not going to rant. No, no. But his, it's funny because like his age group emo to them is like the, that song that's on TikTok. I fell in love with an emo girl. That's what they think emo music is and i'm like yeah. no no let me help you out here <laughs> right i'll tell you what it really is um emo bands don't mention the word emo exactly if, if that tells you anything <laughs> okay so let's get back into it i digress uh thursday's from new jersey they formed in 1997 they're a postcard horror <laughs> a post hardcore emo band and they're not really mentioned these days when talking about emo and i feel like they were super influential Super um, influential and uh, yeah, still relevant. And I don't know why people don't talk about Thursday as much. Um, he does have one of those voices that, you know, not everyone can stand. I like it. I think it's, I think it's really pretty. Yeah, me too. I love this album. Um, it's so incredible and I haven't heard it in a very long time and to revisit it uh, took me way back and I was like, I just forgot. I knew it was good, but I forgot how good it was. Yeah. Um, it starts off with the first track, A0001. And it's just kind of like, 
like some soft screams and whispers, like floating, like panning, like back and forth through the headphones. And uh, it says, "We'll all look at this. We'll all look the same someday." And even now, the robot starts to think, "I wonder what it dreams." Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa! I thought it was pretty. It is, mm-hmm. and it starts off the album. I love a good intro. Yes, and um, this is a really good intro. It slams right into uh, understanding in a car crash, and. I always thought it was literal, like people were in a car crash, Mm -hmm. but apparently like it's a perception of like a person. No, it's a perspective of someone who was in a car crash. Okay. So if you go back and listen to it, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Kind of see. This is actually the first uh, song that I heard by them. Um. I think it was mine too. I think I saw it on like MTV two or MTV or some shit. I think I heard it on now I could be wrong, but I feel like I heard it on like some kind of mix CD that either like one of my friends made or something like that. But I loved it. As soon as I heard it, I thought it was a great song. I still listen to this song. It's like on my shuffle on my phone. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. It kind of stood out as um, being kind of different from what was going on back then. If you think about 2001. Yeah. Um, New metal was in like full force, and uh, oh yeah, for you know, sure. Then biscuit corn, all that shit was like crazy, all over the place, and um, emo was. I mean, it's it's never been super mainstream. It is now, but I mean, even back then, it was still kind of like underground. Oh, for sure. We had a small group of friends, like you know. Yeah, it's uh, it was definitely. And not a genre a lot of people how do I say this? You're basically like an outcast in school if you listen to emo music. Yeah. Like you weren't like in the popular crowd or right. you know, whatever. Right. So the third song, Concealer. Um, this is a really sad song, and I don't know if he was abused, but this song is apparently about child abuse. Yeah, I picked up on that too when I listened to it. It was a good song, but it was very, very sad. It is, yeah. And this sound in particular was so copied. You can hear this in so many bands and they don't nobody credits Thursday. And I think that's super sad. Um they never got the credit they deserved in my opinion mm. at all. Fourth song, uh Autobiography of a Nation. Uh I love this song. Super dark, groovy. And uh, I forgot how good this album was, and this this reminded me of it. And I was like, "Damn!" Just to, like, like we talked about on Alice Dunes, that rhythm section is yeah. freaking great, mm-hmm. and um, it really carries the song. That drummer is crazy good. He plays in the pocket, but sometimes that's the best. The opening instrumentals for this one, like I was listening to it, and then the lyrics start, and it goes a totally different way than what I thought it would. Yeah. It's a song about like taking like what is ours, and I believe everything in the song is like still relevant if you read the lyrics. That's what I was gonna ask you. Is this a song maybe about like colonization? Yeah, is that what that is? Yep. Okay, that's exactly what it's about. Oh my god, I finally got one right. Yeah. Um, the fifth song, uh, "Hole in the World." It's a giant metaphor. Um, you know, writing lines on paper. And you get to the end, and then you just start over. Yeah. 
you know, I think it's really deep. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can think about it all day, um, but it's so true. Yeah, this one was a good one. I liked it. Yeah, me too. Um, I pretty much like every song on this album too. There's um, a couple of no's for me on this album. Yeah, what well, the spoken word type oh, stuff? Yes, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Um, I don't mind it. I feel like it fits though. Um, sometimes that's really powerful, like in songs. Yeah, I can see how it would be powerful and like maybe really drive your point home. Yeah, but for me, it's a no. I get it. I get it. Yeah. On the sixth song. Uh, cross out the eyes. This is a super heavy song. It's one of my favorites on the entire album. This one's, uh, I really like this one. This one was pretty popular too. I definitely, I mean, I, at least I think it was, this was definitely one that was always played a lot by them. I think whether you were at like a party or with your friends or yeah, whatever. I don't know. I've never, I've never met another Thursday fan really in my life. I mean, besides you, I suppose. Yeah. Um, Back then, I had never, nobody ever, yeah, nobody ever talked about Thursday. Yeah. People may have known, but no one talked to me about it. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. The people I knew. Um, but this is the first song I would show people, like, check this out. Mm-hmm. You know, and be like, oh, that's cool, whatever. Um, and I'm not trying to sound like a hipster or anything. Like, I literally, no one talked to Thursday about me. I, I don't know. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, yeah, great song. Um, Sounds like it's like about a traumatic incident or something like that, like a near death experience or yeah. something like that. That's I don't know. I Super cool, but I highly recommend checking this song out if you don't check out the whole album. But I recommend you check out the whole album. The seventh song, Paris in Flames. I really like this song. And this is not what I always thought about it, like it being about um, looking into it. It was about. So I didn't know what it was about. I don't. I still don't. So, all right, I'm interested. I'm gonna to hear let it. you know. Okay, thanks. <laughs> all right, so there was this documentary, Paris is Burning, and it's about the Stonewall Inn riots in 1969. Uh, it's a drag bar in Greenwich Village on the Lower East Side, and it was raided by cops. And customers tried to defend themselves, and riots ensued, and. It's kind of about like how we all forget and all is forgotten and it's not ever discussed. Mm-hmm. So that's what this song is about. Oh. I've never heard about that. I haven't either. And um, it's that kind of shit that happened in 1969 is still happening today. Uh, last week, there were five people shot at a... Oh my gosh. Was that the, the, the Walmart? Um, no, the one at like the... Um, it was like a, like a gay nightclub. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. That was terrible. And then... Um, somebody in the the nightclub or the club or whatever it was, like beat the guy like badly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, but yeah, like so still relevant. And that's what I'm saying. Like stuff Thursday was writing about in two thousand one about stuff that happened in nineteen sixty nine and it's still relevant. It's like, Isn't that sad though that it's still oh, it's relevant? Super sad. Like yeah. we haven't progressed like Not past that. No. That's that's sad. Yeah, it really is. But anyway, that's what that song's about. And I was like, wow, I had no idea. I've never seen the documentary. Um, I don't know that I ever will watch it. Um, but I'm sure it's really interesting. For yeah. Sure. Um, the eighth song, I Am the Killer. Oh, nothing really stands out to me on this song yeah. too much. Yeah. It's not necessarily like a bad song. Um, 
it just kind of it's just kind of there, I guess. I agree. I agree. It's also has the spoken words in it, which yeah, you you're know, not a fan of. New. Uh, I don't mind them so much, um, especially if there's good music behind it. Mm. I'm not a super huge fan. Like I wouldn't listen to a whole album with spoken word or anything, but um, I wouldn't either. I don't mind it in this instance, especially if there's only like one part or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't have a ton to say about that song at all. I don't either. It's just it was just like you said, just there for me. Yeah. Uh, on the ninth song, I put a star by this one, "Standing on the Edge of Summer." This is a really good song. Yeah. Um, it's a sad song. <laughs> Obviously, all the songs are really sad on this album. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just you know about depression and how life is fragile. And I don't care who you are. Uh, I think we all can agree how fragile life is. Oh, absolutely. It can be gone in an instant. Like yeah. you can walk outside your front door and um get hit by a freaking bus yeah. or a, a stray bullet from uh, a gunfight. Yeah. Or, Don't trust me walking out of my house. I imagine all the scenarios in yeah. which I could die. Yeah. That's having anxiety. It's just crazy. Like you could slip on ice and freaking break your neck. I mean, life I, is a fragile thing. I could trip and be strangled by this microphone cord. Yeah, like, you know, like Final Destination or something. Yeah, but that's something. Um, I don't sp- spend a lot of time sitting around thinking of that kind of stuff, but you know, sometimes you should, and like, so you don't take life for granted. Yeah, I think a lot of people like get stuck in the day to day grind, I guess, and I know I personally forget. That like, oh my God, like I should be living my life. And because you yeah. just do the same things over and over again. And I think it's important to remember that, you know, maybe like break out of that a little bit and have yeah, some fun. Absolutely. Uh, there was an older guy that said something uh, a few weeks ago. He said, uh, every day is good. Some are just better than the others. Oh, yeah. And that's a really yeah. good perspective to have. That is. That's a great perspective. So anyway, enough about that. But. Yeah, really, really great song. Definitely one of my favorites for sure. On the 10th song, Wind Up, um, I like this song a lot too. And it's just, I feel like it's about uh, like living up to people's expectations. Mm-hmm. And like just the buildup of this song is really cool. And the halftime playing, I, I just love that so much. Uh, genius. Genius. Um, if you could write a template for like emo, these guys are a good band to like start with. Yeah, I agree with that. I liked it. I thought it was okay. Wasn't my favorite on the album, but um, I enjoyed listening to it. What is your favorite song on the album? Uh, probably "Understanding in a Car Crash." Oh, okay. I and I don't know if maybe because like that's the first song I heard by them. It yeah. was you know like just um a part or a song that was like part of like the whole like experience of being young and but um i also think too maybe it's one of the most like easily digestible songs on this album yeah i would have to agree with that for sure it's not too much it's not too little it's just like just right yeah it got it got um you know it had a video so it got you know, played on MTV and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or MTV too. I'm not sure, whatever, but I'll look, moving on. Uh, the 11th song, How Long Is the Night? I like this song a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, 
very poetic. And Jeff, the singer, uh, is an excellent poet, like in my opinion. And it's about, you know, just wanting something to never end. Um, again, something we can all relate to. I'm sure we've all had those types of moments in our life. Um, super emotional. And this album, like, hits home, you know. Uh, I was listening to the song, and I had tears in my eyes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It really hit me. That's good. And that speaks a lot. Like, I don't really get that emotional about, okay, I'm going to, I don't typically get that emotional. Mm -hmm. Music makes me feel emotion or I wouldn't listen to it. You know, I don't listen to stuff just casually, typically. I do, man, I'm saying this wrong. I listen to stuff casually, but um, I try to pick the best stuff to listen to. Right. At the moment. I get it. And uh, apparently this was it because, like, it really, really made me sad. I don't know if I just started thinking about things uh, that were going on back in 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had a relationship with, you know, one of my longest relationships and with the girl that, like, I had my daughter with. And, uh, I don't know, just a rough time. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I was really emotional back then. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was really emotional, like in my uh, late teens and early 20s. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I guess I still am. I just don't show it a lot, you know. You know, I very, very rarely ever get, like, emotional, I yeah. guess. Um, I, I don't know why, but, like, I hardly ever cry. Yeah, I, I don't either. You want to know when I cry? It's a, the dumbest thing. It's when I watch Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. There's something <laughs> about that movie, movie that just makes me feel very emotional. Yeah. Like somebody could be telling me their sad sob story and, you know, I'm just like, oh, man, I feel bad for them. You know, I'm not heartless. But as far as like crying, I just, I just don't. I guess I'm not a crier. Yeah, but man, Lord of the Rings sometimes <laughs> makes me shed a tear too because it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I cry every few years. It's yeah. a it's a long time in between, but just, um, just stuff it deep deep down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, that's that's a great song. Uh, very emotional. Uh, means a lot to me. The twelfth song on that this outro, it's called um. One 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 zero zero, and again with like the layered vocals, and we all look the same, and then it flows right back into the intro. Like you can listen to this album on like a loop. Yeah, it would be three sixty. Yeah, I thought it was a very pretty end to the album. Me too. I liked it. Um, very cool intro and very cool outro. Um, and very great middle part. But uh, like again, this album uh, has a lot of sentimental value in it for me. And um, I don't know. I'd give it like a seven and a half out of ten. Mm-hmm. I'd probably go a little lower than that. Yeah. Only because like I, I, I like two of the songs were like definitely stood out to me on this album. I think they're all very talented. Yeah. And I think absolutely. Um, the lead singer has a great voice. Um, yeah, I liked it. I would obviously listen to it again. I've been listening to these songs since I was a teenager, so. Yeah, a wee lass. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
I if I'm not confusing this with another band, but I think I saw them at Warp Tour one year, and they were playing in their like, uh, let's do a trash rainbow. So everybody, it's sad that there was this much trash on the ground at Warp Tour, but um, they kind of separated like there was a hole in the middle, mm-hmm. and then everybody just threw trash in like an arch. So when you stood back and looked, there was just little literal like rainbow arch of like trash going both directions it was one of the coolest things i've ever seen in my life Uh, (laughs) i've never seen that ever since that was like the one and only time i've ever seen that at a show oh my god pretty crazy i don't think i've ever watched anything like that before no now all the metal bands do like the wall of death and stuff oh yeah it's kind of boring but uh that was so cool to me Uh, anyway (laughs) don't litter yeah (laughs) recycle um but yeah I, i i suggest this album if you're interested in emo or not for sure like about it or um you have a misunderstanding of it i think this would be a great start yeah to get into or check it out at least i definitely suggest though understanding in a car crash i think it's probably most the the easiest one to uh get into i for suppose sure. i agree with that but that's thursday uh full collapse uh, and this is the register have a good day Bye.